What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Today, we are kicking off our kid-friendly slash gateway horror series with my pick, Ernest Scared Stupid, from 1991. We, of course, spend the first little bit of this episode catching up on what Kyle, Boozy, and myself have watched since the last episode, but around the 40-minute mark, we take a deep dive into the bizarre and crazy world of Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, This episode was madness, and we hope you all enjoy listening to it. We will be back next week to continue our kid-friendly series with Boozy's pick, Little Shop of Horrors, from 1986. And the following week, we will be closing the series out with Kyle's pick, the stop-motion animation film based on Neil Gaiman's classic creepy kid story, Coraline. So if you haven't yet, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms where we will announce new episodes, upcoming guests, or uh, you can also get your fellow of top shelf horror memes uh, that Boozy creates himself. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, But I guess for now, just enjoy this week's wacky ass episode of The Terror Table. We're back in the Terror Dome. Welcome to episode 180 of the Terror Table Podcast. Spooky season is upon us, bitches. This voice you're hearing is Mitch. Who am I with? You're with Kyle Zerbinski. And Boozy. It is. It's spooky season, boys. It's Currently, we're recording this on yeah. September 4th. I went to Spirit of Halloween for the first time this morning. When did they yeah, open? That checks out. I, okay, here's the thing. I want to. This is a public service announcement for anyone in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, where we record <laughs> this. This is very me. specific <laughs> um, PSA. But, no, the Lawson Heights liquor store. You know, where yeah. it, it, it's like super outdated. Looks like an '80s. Oh like yeah, it has yeah, the yeah, '80s yeah. bubble on the outside. Um, that's now closed because they have the Sobeys liquor in the same parking lot. Oh, right. But oh. that's where Spirit of Halloween is now. Oh, that neat. makes perfect and they sense. Have, yeah, but they have all of these things all over it being like, coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. And then in small letters, it's like, now open. <laughs> so, so even when we got there, Courtney's like, it's not open, but there's people walking out. I was like, I'm, they're just, they're dropping the ball here. Right. But man, they are, they've upped their game. Like, the Spirit's got the, the coolest Bullshit. shit. Bullshit. Oh, no, it's awesome. You're this, telling me they didn't just roll out the same shit that smells the same from last year? Well, yes, they did. De- like, it depends the, on the spirit, though. I feel like certain locations are fucking sick. Other ones, it's like what you're describing, basically. Yeah. But this one sounds awesome. No, they they literally it is all the same shit. But then they they're just they add a couple new things every year. Whoa. And I don't know. There's lots of really great Beetlejuice stuff, which is kind of topical because we're talking about kid friendly horror movies today. Um, there's an amazing selection of trick or treat stuff. They have this like little plush Sam doll that's like it's just a plush. Uh, yeah, it's a. A plushie, a plushie, <laughs> but it's uh, it's thirty bucks. So everything there is expensive because it's so like it season- can be. it's seasonal and it yeah. can be. Um, their shirt selection is amazing. I bought a Michael Myers shirt today that looks so cool. Wow! Uh, but oh, wow. yeah, and it's Courtney. I actually I chose. Uh oh. I didn't choose it. I gave Courtney the idea of what she should be for Halloween this year, and now she's incredibly excited. And she oh, so you just told her what to do? No, because <laughs> no, I was like, hey, what about that? What? Because we were trying to think what should we go as this year, and I told her, and she was like, fuck yes, because she could slay that. And it's too bad you guys haven't seen this movie yet, but we're gonna do it on the show soon. 
Uh, but she's going to go as Rose the Hat from Dr. Sleep, Rebecca oh. Ferguson. So she's got, like, the top hat. And, oh, man, she's, like, probably my... So, I, like, steampunk? No. I, I love that movie, and I love her. She's, like, one of my favorite villains. And well, recently. That's a top, top hat. hat. That's always So steampunk. Yeah. Yeah. It can only be steampunk if there's a top hat, I yeah, guess. Definitely. What even uh, is steampunk? This shit confuses uh, me hats so much. and a watch. Like that's steam? about it. I don't know. Yeah, Monocle. Things that look Trains? mechanical. Train, yeah. Steam? Literal steam? But right beside that spirit of Halloween, there's a Starbucks. So oh, I yeah. had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. Oh my and boys, God. I'm feeling in the spirit. It sounds like it because, to be honest, I feel like it's not quite spooky season until the spirit Halloween opens up. True. That's kind of the that's kind of the my marker. spooky season. Well, that's if we're being honest, the, the terror table uh, spooky season is year round. It's yeah. twelve twelve months. Correct. Around. We're just trying to ramp but, it up. But the thing is, it's always more special when it starts getting a little chilly, and when especially when the leaves start turning yellow and they're turning. And right. yeah, my wiener's getting hard <laughs> thinking about it. But we got the spooky lights on right now. We're in. We're currently in the podcast room. We got. I still know what you did last summer on VHS playing. Yeah, this is going to be really distracting. It's great because... No, it's great because we don't have any sound, so I don't have to listen to this piece of shit. Hey, this, this looks a good movie. Movie. This is a, this a, a good movie. It's an awful movie. Also, you know what's right. the most depressing sight in the world? Is Spirit of Halloween two days after Halloween. Yeah, that's oh, it's but just it's the great. saddest but everything's looking. everything's on sale. Yeah. I know, oh, but it, like just looking at it, it's just like, yeah. fuck off, we'll see you next year. Yes. But anyways, we got a very awesome episode planned today. We got a, we got a wacky one right yeah. on our hands here. <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking about kid-friendly horror movies for the next three episodes, as requested by our homie Bevan, listener Bevan. Um, so we're hug, starting, hug, kiss, kiss. starting off with my pick, which is Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, so we'll get there. But uh, before all that, let's uh, let's get into what we've been up to. What have, uh, what have y'all been up to lately? Actually, we should start off with what something that we all watched. We all oh, had right. the chance right. to see a short film, uh, which was written and directed by Garrett R.S. Knowles, who goes as, I've got to pull up his Instagram handle because he sent, he sent it to us, and uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah. He goes as Gare Scare on Instagram, so G-A-R-E dash Scare. Uh, and yeah, he wrote and directed this short film called Home Trip. Mm-hmm. And it's, I believe, just over four minutes long, and I, I believe it's now been... He's entered it into some film festivals, and it's been accepted. It's going to be playing at a bunch of film festivals, and he's won some awards. So congratulations. But we had a chance to take a look at it. And I think in order to see it yourself, you might have to just go follow him or mm-hmm. you know, send him a message. Because uh, Definitely uh, worth checking out, though. Oh, it absolutely. Is, it's cool. It's very cool. I liked it, yeah. I liked the, like, the I don't want to give too much away. The aesthetic. But the aesthetic was on point. And also, I'm not a big drone guy. In fact, I kind of hate them. But in this movie, or this it short, it worked really, really well. And you could tell that this guy was, uh, you know, using what he had in a really, really uh, just clean and seamless way. So you can tell he's a real you. Ho- you can tell he's a real horror fan. Yeah, oh, totally. Well, And he gave us a little bit of everything because there was, was a little bit saying, of nudity. Well, Which, great. But think about how much he crammed into four <laughs> minutes. There's a, there's a yeah. lot of different like homages right. and imagery yeah. and like, you know, I don't know, little notes that he was, you know, taking from horror history and putting it in this little short. It was really great. Yeah, for sure. 
And also, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but like the sexual tension between that guy and the apple in the fridge, <laughs> yeah, through the roof. I think you were the only one really feeling that boozy, right? Right, right, right. But I see where you're coming from, yeah, and yeah. I respect it. There's I'm not, really not going to apple shame you. I'm trying this new thing where I just unabashedly go with whatever I say. Well, there's a really Uh-oh. seductive. Vo- <laughs> there's a really seductive voice talking. Boy, yeah. talking over. See, I think yeah, and then he's just looking at an apple in the fridge. It's like, is he going to fuck that apple? That neat. That voice sounded so familiar. To me, it sounded like a, like a voice actor from like a video game or some shit. I don't even, know. <laughs> yeah, not even lying though. After he took that first bite, it's like, heat it up, fuck the apple. <laughs> it's like warm apple pie. <laughs> it's like calling by your name. But yes, thank you for sending that in. We love when people send stuff in. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so send us your shorts. Treat. Send us your features. Send us anything. Uh, sorry to Garrett that we took so long to get to this because. It's been hectic. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been insanely fucking busy, and I know it's going to seem kind of ridiculous when I start talking about the movies I've seen. Uh-oh. But you got to remember that I like this. I, what I do is I get I'm so busy during the day, and then I get overwhelmed, and I come home and I completely unplug and I watch movies. That's how I like regenerate and get no, ready for I, the I next get day. it. That's my way of dealing with coping with life. So that's how I see movies, but somehow. You know, I may not. I may be shitty with responding to people sometimes on Instagram, and I apologize. No, I'm totally the same, and yeah. I don't do anything, so it's fine. <laughs> I, actually, Kyle's worse on Twitter. That's like months. Oh ago. my it god! Go on I don't. I actually, I just noticed like Boozy, you like tagged me in something like a month ago, and yeah. I just saw it yesterday. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, and it was funny. I gave, it, I gave it a like, and it was funny, but I never saw it. <laughs> it deserved more than a like. Honestly, I'm trying, but whatever. To understand how Twitter works, I'm actually getting a little bit better at it, in my opinion. So, for instance, it took me a month. It usually takes me, like, six months. Got to get back on the tweet game. I'll start tweeting at some point. I used to live tweet MasterChef Kids, but that's a, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, the most Kyle Zervinsky yeah. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> live tweeting MasterChef Kids. It's, like, the nicest way of trolling. It's just funny. But, but you those know, kids like, are funny. also, I'll give you some advice quick because you're kind of new to it, is uh, if you're going to tell the president of the United States to kill himself, oh, right, yeah. use different wording because they're very particular on I, that. Yeah, I think I've heard that. I think I know a guy or something. Yeah. There's got to be like an algorithm that if you put the words kill yourself, you get you get yeah. just cut off. I thought maybe if I added a pimp at the end, it would, you yeah. know, it would kind of gloss over it. So Twitter's, what, Twitter's you pro up, sex work, though. You yeah. Ended, yeah, it's true. But you ended up coming back with a commence self Necktie pimp? Can, can, <laughs> commence self neck rope. Yes, there you go. So that's oh. a nicer way of telling Donald Trump to kill himself. Commence. Yeah. Commence. Yes, yeah, so you gotta you gotta figure out like nice Kyle Zervinsky ways of mm-hmm. Hello yeah. sir, may you please off yeah. Yeah. oneself. <laughs> Underwater not breathe. <laughs> oh my god alrighty then uh, what uh, what have you guys been up to what have you Kyle? seen I've been watching a lot of Jim Carrey movies sorry yeah, Kyle you haven't been here for a while so yeah. talk about okay. it Kyle it was sure one week something. Come I know, just Come if he something. doesn't have something we're both gonna wedgie Kyle wedgie me oh, now no you can't be serious I'm sorry guys it's no been a busy way. summer it's the end of the summer I, I was true. Che- I was checked out for August. Like I swear to God. Okay. All right. You're gonna start bringing it though. I'll bring it. You gotta start bringing something. Well, I watched Bring It On All or Nothing. Did you actually? I did. Okay, go go for it. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> bring It On All or Nothing is yes. some of the best. Like I would say, like anti-racism things I've seen in a little while. Oh my God. Really? So, uh, bring It On has Solange Knowles and mm-hmm. Hayden Pattinier. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pantyhead. Pantyhead. Where are Pantyheads? And um, that's what you call the, when you're a fan of ha- Hayden Pant. Isn't Pantyheri? I have no idea. Yeah, I've been kind of struggling with her last year. I know. And I, this, I this movie has been sticking with me because, honestly, okay, for one thing, it's 
fucking outrageous. <laughs> but there's just one character in the movie who's like the most racist piece of shit you have ever seen, and like, and we've seen lots. Is it Mark Wahlberg? It's not Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> there's no curb stomping in this film. But it's like how to describe it. Like you know for a fact this girl's never getting work again. Like right. that's how bad the script is. Oh, no. like, like it's to the point where like she uses a lot of like them people type language. Oh, so, so they kinda like crucify oh, her for it. Like I'm sure she got paid well for this for this gig, but there's no way she's acting ever again. You're like, never gonna work in this town again, kid. <laughs> like she signed up for it. That's that's fine. It's her prerogative. Yeah. Also, Rihanna's in it, and the last scene is a uh, music video. Yes. It's, okay. Wait. Wait. What? What era of Rihanna is this? Like uh, Ponder Replay. Oh, Ponder so replay. like this oh, is this like is oh, early. Gee, oh, wow. So this would have been before Battleship. Yes. Cool. Oh. Much, much. This before is before like Shut Up and Drive. Oh, this is before SOS. Oh, oh what's the one? <laughs> Bitch, better have my money. Oh, that one's like kind of Rihanna. That, that music video is tight. It's a great video. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I would highly recommend <laughs> bringing on three all or nothing. Uh, what's the second one? Bring it on again. <laughs> then there's bring it on edit to win it, and then there's bring it on hashtag cheer smack. There's quite a few bring it ons. Hashtag cheer smack is the best fucking idea they could come up with. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Seriously, that's the most recent one. Like that means they really did not give a shit. Um, yeah, but okay, the thing. Okay, oh my god, the only thing is like as much as it is like kind of like. <laughs> It's kind of, I kind of agree with its politics to some extent, but at the same time, it's still 2006. It's right. still like kind of asset backwards. It doesn't quite, but kind of misses the mark a little bit. So don't go into this thinking that uh, it's going to change your worldly views because it won't. But I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. So that was first, the best horror film I watched. First okay. time? It's the first time watching it. Oh, yeah, I right. would hope so. <laughs> can, before we move on to actual horror stuff, can we all just get this out of the way? How do we feel about the original Bring It On? It's fire. It is fire. I don't, I don't remember it well enough to it's like... A, but it's actually a good movie. Yeah. Like, the sequels are like of a much lesser quality, but they're... I, the the I remember watching those like Sunday TV. It would be I on. saw Bring It On in theaters. Really? With one of my friends. That checks out, man. Yeah, we were like in grade six or five or something like that, but yeah. I had a big crush on Eliza Dushku. I don't know if who I know is, that. I don't think I know that the is. name's the brunette. The, the one who uh, oh, okay, Kristen yeah, yeah. Dunst is into the brother. Oh, yeah, and the brother... Isn't the brother Penn Badger? No, the brother is uh, that idiot from Clockstoppers. Oh, fuck. I don't know his name, but yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. that guy. I don't know how you have the brain wired for this. They're similar era. Dude, it's no, a very similar it's, era. It's weird. Me and Courtney, we were watching Ernest Scared Stupid last night, and it's it's really oh unfortunate <laughs> how I can remember things from when I was six years old watching Ernest Scared Stupid. I can remember certain... Play, like, I had... I had issues at that age, but I can't remember simple math equations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just That's pull up clock stoppers. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, First we talk about we talk about in the trailer. We talk about clock stoppers like probably once a month. No, at yeah. least. <laughs> that movie was fire. That movie's great. If you watch the Avril Lavigne complicated music video, all the posters. I and forgot that, that was the, the <laughs> movie that. Why yeah. do I feel like we've had? This Maybe I've talked about this before. I, this is I'm, deja vu. I swear I may you've have said this. this up before. I mainly know from clock stoppers. It's Blink One Eight Two first day. Was because they had that yeah, song playing. You're right during but, the homage that you could pretty much watch that 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 five minute segment of the movie and get the entire movie. Oh yeah, that shit. When so first sweet. date's playing. All right, Boozy, what have you seen? I got some great stuff in here. Great Beautiful. stuff. Hit it. So back on Tubi again. Tubi continued. I, I swear to God, if you have not watched Sputnik, but you've been watching this shit, I'm gonna kill you. So the first thing I watched is discovering Bigfoot. It is a documentary. It never ends with this guy. I know. <laughs> by a fucking crazy man. I kind of documented it on my Snapchat. You did. I, remember, I watched that. Yeah. But it starts out as this guy who has all the solid proof that there's this Bigfoot out there. And eventually he takes 
this other guy who's like some sort of tree experto with them okay. and spends the rest of the movie okay I don't know how to explain this it just it comes up randomly in the movie and never goes away is all of a sudden he involves fruit into everything so anywhere there's like Sasquatch stuff he'll like slam an apple again I it's weird Wait, what do you mean like he's he puts it there so that they'll like attract them so he has a bag of apples and he's just smashing but, they, but apples. he never shows it but yeah he's he's putting apples on trees but he shows shit. like post smash yeah mouth do Bigfoot do Sasquatch like apples? Is Apparently, that and Did then we missed that. Memo? And then he's got like he's got weird videos, like trail cam stuff, where you don't see anything, but he zooms in on it anyway. Is um, this on VHS? It sounds like it has to be on VHS. No, I think it's like 2011. It it feels like this guy shot it's it all on like himself. a flip cam. You ever flip cam? Y- yeah. yeah. It, it it seems like he shot it and edited it all himself, and he randomly says like kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger one liners. Man, Love it. They fucking put any. I gotta get some of my shit on Tubi. Like, that could be could, on Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Pagonia too. Uh, Cruise control. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> oh man, I got notes for later. <laughs> so if you want an interesting uh, Bigfoot slash fruit on tree documentary, <laughs> discovering Bigfoot is the way I'm to go. I'm a huge fan of the fruit on tree genre. Yeah. Okay. Like like Bigfoot. if you love impaling food, like literally impaling food on trees. Awesome. All right, so that was b- discovering Bigfoot. <laughs> wait, hold on. Love- wait, hold on. Did you like it? <laughs> it was okay. okay. It was okay. All right, all right. Man, I don't know. Your fucking videos, you were just shitting all over it. So why are you it saying was, it's okay? It was funny. I, I had a good time. I didn't have internet for like four days, so I, didn't, I don't think I, I think I missed that. You've got to be one of the most unreliable sources <laughs> for watching stuff because it's like, what the fuck? Like, like does Boozy hate this or love it? <laughs> <laughs> just a, a nice laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I just enjoy Tubi altogether and the riches that... That are on its mighty shores. You're very welcome. Very welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to give you guys another treat right now. Uh oh. I saw Unhinged. I really want to see Unhinged. What is this? Russell Crowe fat movie. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> Russell Crowe traffic movie. Yes. All right. So I went in. Courtney and I. We went in. We went with our friends Matt and Christine. We were. We went in expecting a goofy, fun time, maybe to laugh. This a couple is the theater right now. Yes. Oh my. God. We went in and, and we wanted, we were expecting to laugh and uh, to just have like a bizarre, I, w- I was expecting kind of like a, like a Liam Neeson type movie, you know, but yeah. maybe with some car crashes because it's cookiness. Right. It's a movie about Russell Crowe having road rage and like stalking <laughs> a woman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what we ended up getting was like a really fucking intense domestic horror thriller that is like it's kind of reminiscent of like a modern version of the hitcher with a pinch of falling down really what? yes and uh but it's definitely it, it has a less profound message than falling down i know a lot of people are comparing it to falling down but it is like it's a man goes crazy gotcha yeah. man is like he's unhinged and he's on the loose and he's doing crazy shit he's got nothing to lose how fat is he be honest man he is so fucking fat does he own it though but dude he owns it he he wears it so well no and i don't i'm not trying to be mean no and that's the thing is i don't want to fat i'm a fat guy i got got some weight on me and like the thing is come on look at me look at this dumper yeah you got you you got that's where all it goes you just have a juicy ass yeah like that's where all the weight goes i'm blushing (laughs) (laughs) no but russell crowe owns the weight like he it looks good on him and he is actually he's a he's a presence man he's a fucking unit and so, but the thing is, we were expecting this movie to just be him running, like, you know, tail, like, tailgating her and then, like, you know, maybe occasionally running her off the road or something. Tailgating. No, man. It is fucking nuts. Is so, that- is it, 
Is it like mostly a drama? Like it's no, no dude, it's it not comedic a, in any way. It's not. Okay, it is okay. a one hundred percent thriller, but honestly, more of a horror movie. Is it really wow. like like is it's this, a slasher? Is his character kind of reminiscent of like John Goodman in Ten Cloverfield Lane? He's way crazier, but than like that, that idea but of like a, a very way. menacing, yeah. bigger dude. Yeah, he's he's different though. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you because this is something that doesn't really. The movie opens up with like the opening credits are like it's a bunch of real footage of crime scenes and mm-hmm. like uh, different acts of violence that have gone on throughout the states, and like so people having road rage, um, people burning down spouses' houses, or like you know murders on the street and stuff like that. So it's just showing you like the culture that we're living in with all these like psychopaths just being out there in plain sight and you never know when they're going to snap. These are just mentally ill people who you just don't know when the day is going to come that they're going to snap. So they're, the they're, movie, these are gamers. Yes. <laughs> they're incel gamers. Epic gamers. The, the movie opens up with Russell Crowe snapping. And that's the thing. Is, so Courtney and I, like I said, we went in, we we're expecting to kind of giggle, have a fun time. And then I'm not, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but the first three minutes of Russell Crowe being on screen, we were like, holy shit. Like, we were not expecting that. And it was then, just one of those days for him? Oh, man. It was the The whole day song for him. is just break stuff. It was the day for him. Oh, Jesus. also, how much. Uh, what would be the synth score Nirvana song? Oh, it's not in the movie, but that, that, that Nirvana cover is I actually think it's pretty cool. Tight. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's a Nirvana cover in the trailer, which is a thing now. Batman does it as well, but yeah. that Batman trailer. Oh, God, that looks yeah. good. Yeah. That looks really cool. Oh actually. my god, so good! They shut it down though because Pattinson got COVID. That's really unfortunate. I first read that like the production got shut down because someone got COVID. They didn't say who. Did you? And then notice that's Colin Farrell. That's old news by this point. But Colin Farrell oh, was in that yeah, trailer, yeah. and it's like, what's the point of even having Colin Farrell when you're just going to cover him with makeup? Yeah, you can't really tell. But um, what was I going to say about um, oh, unhinged? I kind of wish the Dark Universe was still happening. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, let, let me get Why, back. Why? Because you want to add unhinged? No, no, no. Because um, what's his face? Um, he played. He played uh, Doctor Jekyll and yeah, Mister Hyde. Yeah, yeah. That would have been fucking insane, don't yeah. you think? Oh yeah. No, and Russell Crowe's a great actor. He, he is. Good. He is a good actor, and like I think the like sort of hammy side of him is also pretty good. Like I'm okay oh, with that. Like, he's super hammy in this one. But because Fuck. he's eaten lots of ham. Oh my god! I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was. I was kind of waiting to see if you're gonna go for that. Like. So, I don't know. I have to be honest. The last couple of times I've seen him, I just want, I just want Heckle. I want Jekyll. I want no, Hyde. I yeah. want all that. Here's the thing. So the movie is a solid three and a half for me, which is a surprise. I was expecting it to be like a two and a half. That's a, a respectable oh, rate. That, it, it, that, it was, it that was do surpri- be a good score. I've given I, movies I, that Boosie gives a five that. So yeah. Like, that's because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't like me deep down. All, no, what? <laughs> all, all of us. Because I touched your lighter ones. Yeah. <laughs> all, of, all of us left the theater being like well, surprised. Wait, like it is a ridiculous movie, so like don't go in expecting something like groundbreaking. But it is like it's it's pretty fucking nuts, and wow. it's just a good thriller. Um, but I had one last thing to say about it, but uh, I think I'm just gonna. Well, yeah. a surprise, man! I'm happy to hear that you enjoyed yeah. it because like that could have gone either way. Oh, really. totally! <laughs> I, I was so excited in the hopes that it was going to be bad. Like yeah. I was expecting it to be bad. So. That's like a weird experience because you're yeah. going in ready to like just tear it apart. Almost like just totally. laugh at it, but there there are moments that seriously felt like the original The Hitcher to me, like some of the oh, sh- some of the cool. mind games he plays with people because it, it's not just him into it, like interacting with this woman; he's interacting with every person in her life, like close people. Like he's he's a massive stalker. That's what I was gonna say. One of my favorite things about the movie is that this is an example of a movie that totally could have done the 
inspired by true events totally because this shit happens oh, okay. all the time if you've ever listened to any kind of true crime podcast out there you and you watch this movie you'll be like oh i know this story this has happened before and like it's like an amalgamation of a whole bunch of different cr- true crime stories f- like fused into one narrative and just with this one character <laughs> enacting all of these like atrocities and I just, I was very surprised by it. I know I'm probably making it sound a lot better than it is, but I really but liked it's it. it's an enjoyable time. Okay. I really liked it. That's so cool. that's unhinged. Uh, I give it a big thumb up. A big, fat Russell Crowe thumb up. <laughs> a turkey leg up. He's literally four gladiators now. Wow, that is so funny. <laughs> he's, he's his whole team now. Yeah, he's the whole squad. He's kind of like a, with, in Power Rangers when they turn into like... they all Megazord? Like team, yeah, they team up and turn into that one big robot. Yeah, Megazord. That's what Russell Crowe is, is now. Is it not Megazord? It's definitely Megazord. It's definitely Megazord. Yeah. Um, okay, I have two more things. I'll get them out of the way quickly. I don't know. Do you have more stuff? Maybe? I do. Okay, I'll, I'll get one of them out of the way. Uh, I watched The Pale Door. I did too. So okay, let's, let's talk about let's that. Let's double team this one. So this one is... Um, like written and directed by Aaron B. Koontz, former guest of the show. He's been on the show twice. Yep. We've been hyping this movie to no fucking end because we're just genuinely big fans of Aaron. I know I'm a huge fan and, of him. And we've known about this for a while. Totally. Like we've been waiting. Yeah, he like he was showing us like little stills and everything when he was here in Saskatoon of like his new horror western that has witches in it. It's like, yeah, man, you literally are making a movie directly for me. And oh my god, we're watching yep. old. We, yep. we have to talk about I'm sorry, about this. The Jack I, Black is currently on we TV. We have made eye contact. I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're watching I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, and Jack Black just came in with full dreadlocks. And like those like slim alien looking glasses. Yeah. Like <laughs> that you could get from the Kool-Aid sticker <laughs> yeah. book thing. <laughs> Google Google Jack Black and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, and you'll understand what, if you're not sure, if you're someone out there who doesn't understand what cultural appropriation is, he's is he's your classic Rasta man. Yeah, white is, Rasta I, man. I, I this is not, awful. I can't wait to watch this for the show. Dude, that is awful. Okay, sorry. Continue on with uh, The Pale Door. I'm sure Aaron's, if he ever hears that, he's going to love that review. <laughs> Holy shit, is that Jack Black? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the, actually, what was really cool about it, too, is that. Uh, our friend Seb, who designed our Terror Table logo, who's been on the show, a uh, good friend from Moncton, he actually got linked up with Aaron when he came here to Saskatoon, and he did the opening title mm-hmm. card to Huge. Uh, the movie. Or I think the guys, one of the guys from Rooster Teeth did the main part, but he did all the lettering of the actual intro, and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it, the, the, the whole movie, movie looks amazing. The whole movie looks so good. But uh, yeah, so this is essentially just a, a, a gang of... Uh, Bandits, Western Western bandits. They uh, outlaws. Outlaws. They take Red Dead Redemption Two online. <laughs> they, they take a. They take control of a train, or they rob a train. I yep. watched it twice. Did you? Yeah, I did. And like, yeah, they take control of. They're trying to rob these people, and they end up at a saloon, uh, a brothel of sorts, wow. and uh, they are come in contact with witches. So really fucking angry witches. Yes, yeah, charred flaming fiery witches which was super cool the witches in this movie are so fucking awesome they're 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 charred yes yeah. they're burnt like they're and they're mm-hmm. like climbing on the ceilings like i don't know about you boozy because we haven't really talked about this yet but i kind of feel like especially not not in total because feast is the movie feast i'm talking about <laughs> I know all about feast so i'm a fan of feast and this movie has like the i'm i this is an entirely different kind of movie than feast but i would say it's like feast meets from dusk till dawn kind of 
uh, but it definitely has a lot more of a serious narrative edge to it. And it's uh, very dramatic, and you can tell that this story is very personal to Aaron. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can just see that, and you can see all. You can also just see that he attacked this thing with his full heart, like he did the last one with Scare Package. And I think they did a really good job on the movie. And uh, I think the gang works really well. Yeah, I was surprised by Zachary Knighton, the lead, who is uh, previously known for um, happy endings. He's always been more of a comedic actor. Oh, right? that guy. Yeah, and yeah, he's, he okay. was actually very good in the movie. And cool, same with cool. uh, Devin, Devin Druid, who is one of the... He's like the nerdy kid from 13 Reasons Why. He's blowing up right now, but he's sure. the other main character. And then you got uh, Noah Segan. He's actually fucking funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he, I think the whole gang killed it. Uh, Pat Healy, awesome. Yeah. It's just like they're, he threw a bunch of ideas at the screen, and most of them hit. Dude, and there's some really cool homages to stuff. There's a very cool alien one that I definitely really. Enjoyed. Oh yeah, yeah. He loves and it, and man. you know what the best part of it was? I had did not fucking see it coming. It was the wildest because usually you can kind of tell when something yeah. like that's coming, and it came out of nowhere, and it fuck it was great. Absolutely. So witches in the wild west. Yeah. So if anything, and it's such an ambitious like they they go so many yeah, places and they do so many things, and it's a period piece too. Yeah. So it's like that's the other thing that worked really well too is the set. <clears throat> yeah. The set and the their um their costumes were yeah. so good. And yeah, it was also cool just knowing having Aaron on the show and having hearing him talk about his relationship with Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia. That's like the movie that made him want to make movies. Whoa. And uh, one of the main characters <laughs> in this movie is Melora Walters. Oh my god! So yeah, that's th- sick. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you yeah, should I probably ju- peep game. Yeah, I can just <sighs> imagine she's the lead of the witches. She's the head of the company. Yeah, she's you know, Magnolia is so fucking good. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know. Did you wow. read that article that about P.T. Anderson his new movie? Oh, yeah. I heard Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. I wasn't sure which article about PTA you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no. know if it was the Fiona Apple one or... No. I didn't <laughs> Is Fiona okay? Oh, oh, no. I think I heard about... Th- yeah, okay. well, There's some mixed feelings out there, but we'll let it be. Oh, I was He's listening a- to Criminal yesterday. It's okay. It's a good song. Paledor, Paledor was sick. Thumbs yeah, up. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch this because yeah. this sounds... Actually, this sounds like something I think I would enjoy. Yeah. Like big time. Yeah. I, I like witches. I fuck hard with witches. Yeah, and, and it's cool. It's got its own lore. Like he built this whole world. And like yeah. westerns, I love westerns. Westerns are one of those things that just honestly just like don't get made enough. Like yeah. at all. Like I mean that sounds silly because there's been like a fuck ton in the past, but like in the Good past ones. 15, yeah. 20 years, like not really. No. Well, have you seen the the proposition? It's an Australian western with Guy Pierce. It's no, I haven't seen that. Unreal. I fucking love Guy Pierce. It, that movie is unreal. Well, what I'm saying is like they're yeah. pretty far. Between, like yeah. there's not yeah. many. Yeah, but anyways, the the movie was awesome, and uh, if you're into witches or you're into westerns or just want something kind of new, t- take a look at it. You can rent it on the PlayStation Network, and I believe you can. If you're in the states, you can rent it on Amazon. Sick, because uh, I I it's not on Canadian Amazon yet. No, uh, I think it. Yeah, and I rented it on the PlayStation Network. So, but honestly, it's it's cool because it's an idea. You don't really. There's nothing quite like that, mm-hmm. and that and that's not me just trying to kiss Aaron's ass. Is it's the the idea of what it is is way more ambitious than a lot of things you see, and totally. I like that, especially for what you know that he's working with. He's a true independent filmmaker. Exactly, but it's like, oh man, I want to watch like Kyle. You're like, man, I want to see some witches and I want to see a western. Well, there's only one option. You're right. Yeah. What else? Right. Is there to do? Yeah. 
But exactly, yeah. So and obviously genre uh, bending. We have yeah. I have talked to Aaron, and he's of course down to come on the show again. He will come on again at some point. But I know he's been on like fucking fifteen podcasts since the Pale Doors come right, out. Right. So I'm like kind of want to give him a break <laughs> for now. So uh, what well, you'll hear from Aaron again at some point on the Plus show. Plus he he needs to like have long enough in between that he remembers how like he, he forgets how awful we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, big fan of that guy. It's like, so. it's a, uh, I love plugging ourselves that yeah. way. We're cool. shit. What else? Uh, have you watched anything else, Boozy? Yeah, I got one more thing. Do you mm. want me to? Yes. Jesus Christ, you didn't watch Sputnik. Nope. I watched Sea Fever. Yes. Oh, my God. Another recommendation from Sea Fever. Um, this is really good. What is it? Uh, okay, so it's like... They're on this boat. The name alone has shocked me for some reason. It's not a good name. <laughs> no. But it relates so much to the movie. Okay, so there's this boat, and they're going out on the ocean to do some exploring and, and collect some samples or whatever. And there's, like, a scientist and this crew, and they're kind of, like, an awkward tension because the scientist is, like, very nerdy and doesn't really know how to communicate. Anyway. Classic. It, it turns out that they get they do a little uh, a sneaky poo, and they go through an area they're not supposed to. And this thing latches onto their boat, and they kind of go from there. They they go into what would be called like an exclusion zone in the ocean. Okay, okay. And it's it's a it's a creature. They feature. go off the rails yeah. underwater. Yeah, it's a creature feature. It's I think the creature is actually very cool in this. They give oh, it a so whole life cycle. They I, a life cycle. They they set up all this lore for it, and I think the coolest part is that it has a different style ending than a lot of other yeah. movies <laughs> because usually for monster kind of movies the lead up to the end is your classic like uh, good the versus, reveal good versus evil kind of fight but yeah. this is this movie is actually way different in terms of the ending um, I think I think this is a very good movie I I would love. I don't know how to put this. Like, I would love to see it done again, but like on a bigger scale because yeah. I think it's such a massive and good idea, and and it is great as a film. But like, I would just love to see it. Like, let's do it one more time and pump a bunch of money because this is such a cool movie. Or like, you know, we're getting whether we like it or not. Blumhouse is doing a thing remake, and I think that they'd be kind of dumb not to take a look at Nisa Hardiman, who's the writer and director yes. of this movie. Uh, she did a great job with that movie. And, 100%. Uh, yeah, it's, she's an Irish filmmaker, and the movie is based in Ireland, mm -hmm. so it's very fucking beautiful to look at. Uh, yeah, I thought it was... It, it's, it's, it's very smart. Very cool movie. There, there's something that, you know, you always want that like little extra spark. Like it, obviously, it's not like the thing, but I think this is a very good movie, and, and probably one of the better movies this it's year. Similar. I like it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you brought it's, this on the show a couple weeks yeah, ago, right? Yeah. Uh, this would have been... It would have been right at the beginning of quarantine. I think this is the that first feel, a couple yeah. weeks ago that feels yeah. like this was the first movie I watched during quarantine because it's actually it's very timely as well right because it's all about them having to quarantine with each other oh, and I see right yeah and and uh, maybe it's because I have a soft spot for uh, like pathogen parasite kind of yeah, movies you, but I, I think this is great I knew you were gonna like it I'm happy you did yeah sick thank sick. you for the recommendation absolutely so uh, that's all you got yep that's it okay I got I think let's see here I got one. I got one more. Great picks, buddy. Give me a give me a water clink, <laughs> buddy. He's worked. Through Wait, it. should I review this one for you? Oh yes, <laughs> Kyle's Let's reviews are amazing. You want to do it? Sure. I got. Yeah, tell me what the title is. I will letterbox the title and go from. I'll use the posters. Is that enough, or is that too sure. much? Uh, and, and also, uh, in this in this hypothetical, uh, did Courtney watch it with you? Or yes, no? she did. Okay, okay, so Courtney's That's involved. That's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Random acts of violence. Okay. Oh, that's that one that's got a bunch of backlash. Hey. 
Has it? I don't know if it's got backlash. Yeah, but I because it. Uh, who's the director again? Jay Baruchel. Yeah, Jay oh. Baruchel said a bunch of shit about how the horror industry is stale, and everybody got all butt hurt about it. Oh, probably he. But I listened to him talk about that on the Boo Crew, and uh, I didn't think that he did said anything. Wrong. I don't know. Apparently, he. Apparently, all these people are so butt hurt about it. And it's like who fucking cares? Yeah, go fuck yourself. He was in PMK. Yeah, he's, he's no. I I actually defended him before I even knew what was going on because someone was like "fuck Jay Baruchel" and I googled him and it didn't say anything about like Jay Baruchel's a goat. But but like it, 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 it goat, didn't yeah. say anything about him like any sort of like sexual allegations. So no. I was like, okay, I can go yeah. back on there and defend him now because yeah. I, I got to worry about <laughs> yeah, this shit up. now. Yeah. So I went back in there and I said, "You don't talk about PMK alumni like that." Exactly. I think the guy deleted my comment. Though. Okay, I think um, I think I know enough now to. Uh, Get Mitch's review out. So this is so Kyle reviewing. Kyle, this reviewing is Kyle as, as Mitch. Mitch. All right. So I was kind of interested in checking this one out. Um, kind of always been a fan of Jay Baruchel. I mean, PMK. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Oh wow, soft chub. So moving on to this, I don't know what to expect exactly. You know, with a title like Random Acts of Violence, you, you know, you're in for some violence. And well, it's based on a comic book, so you could tell that there's a lot of like. Or based on the comic book that the characters are, you know, interwoven in. and uh, It works in a lot of ways, and I think overall you will get something out of it. <laughs> Just know that Jay Bradshaw stars in it, so at the same time you could tell he was writing this for himself a lot of the time. But I need to make it clear, this is a good movie. Me and Courtney sat down at the couch, <laughs> washed it together after a long, hard day, and I got to say, we really enjoyed ourselves. So, honestly, if you're in for a treat, random acts of violence, you know, it's got a little bit of something for everyone. So, yeah. Bingo. That's my, that's my review. Bingo. Man, without even missing, there was yeah. no ums. It was just, I thought there was too mid. Yeah. I'm seeing four crusties. I'm getting worried. <laughs> I, I think I'm being a better Mitch than a Kyle right now. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a crisis. You nailed it, Brad. No, uh, absolutely. So, my review is pretty much identical. Uh, okay, Add to, to the break. Yeah, <laughs> my review is pretty much identical to that. Uh, so the movie's Random Acts of Violence, and uh, written and directed by Jerry Baruchel, who I and, am a fan of. And it's so. a home invasion movie. No, it's a slasher movie. Oh, okay, right. It's a so slasher right, film. It sounds kind of cool to be honest. Yeah, I want to check it out. <laughs> so it's starring Jesse Williams, who was in what the fuck? He's in Coach Carter. <laughs> who in, isn't? Yeah, Lately, the, everyone I look yeah. up has been in Coach Carter. <laughs> uh, the Cabin in the Woods, though he plays Holden. Oh um, yeah. You yeah. also have Jordana Brewster, who is the sister of Dominic Toretto, in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Kathleen okay. Brewster. She, she was also in the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. Then we got Jay Baruchel, who, like, for, I don't know who, he, everyone's got to know who Jay Baruchel is at, at this point. But the I thing feel is, like he's more of a Canadian I thing. I was just going to say, we're Canadian. I feel like. But everyone might. knows him from, like, this is the end, knocked up, yeah, and stuff he like that. He was also in that, oh my, Undeclared, the yes. show after Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. But I'm also a massive fan of his hockey movies, Goon. Goon, Goon and Goon 2, awesome. Last of the Enforcers. Yeah, Those are so both good. fucking hilarious. I haven't seen the second one, actually. It's amazing. Yeah, and I need Kurt to watch Russell's that. son is in it. What? Yeah, That's Wyatt cool. Russell. He's amazing in it. But... Uh, yeah, those I love those movies, and it was interesting to see him take on a, a horror movie. This so movie's the, only eighty minutes. Yes, Watch it's quick. Uh, the synopsis <laughs> is: a pair of comic book writers begin to notice scary similarities between the character they created and horrific real life events. Oh, so it's like Beetleborgs. Explain to me what Beetleborgs is. Okay, so Big Bad Beetleborgs I was kind of like an offshoot of Power Rangers. Yeah. And so Big Oh, yes, I know this. Well, yes. what happened in Big Bad Beetleborgs is there was a comic book shop that was kind of their like hangout spot yeah. and they would get issues of the comics and then whatever happened in the comics was what like the villains would do in real life. For sure. So every episode of Goosebumps ever. 
Yeah. As a rock, guys, all that shit was the same in like 97. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so this movie does, it is based around a plot mechanic that, not a popular mechanic, but a plot mechanic <laughs> uh, that will likely not work for everyone, but I went along with it the whole time. This is a straight up horror movie with actually virtually no sense of humor at all. This is not a funny really? movie at all. There's no comedy in this thing. Like, seriously, like virtually uh, no comedy. Does it and work? I, I think it does, man. Like it's uh I'm not I'm not in love with the movie, but I, right, I really yeah. it I was thinking about it for days. Soft chub? Soft chub. Soft not because not of just because of Alicia, no. but also because of the movie. Uh, but maybe because most of the cast is Degrassi alumni. There's oh. like all everyone else in the movie is Degrassi alumni. Yeah, I know. You I'm also like... have the movie scored by Wade McNeil of Alexis on Fire. Yeah, no, I saw that yeah. was really cool too. So he scored the movie and he's also he's in it. He plays a, a radio jockey, so he's only in like one scene. Um, but like the the title and also like uh, Kyle, you're gonna get a soft chub from this. Jay Burchell is like obsessed with Gaspar Noé. Oh, so so the title sequence is the just title sequence is totally face. a ripoff of Gaspar Noé, but it's still cool. Oh, like, it's, Kyle loves cool. it. Yeah, it's totally a Gaspar Noé this, intro. This seems pretty cool. I can like. I can tell right away I probably won't love this movie, but I think I'll it'll be a three it. for you. Yeah, but I, it, look, it looks yeah. like a fun movie, though. No, it's the thing. The whole movie is based around it deals with the question of like art imitating life and like more so violence. Like what's the, the consequences oh, okay, of putting yeah. this kind of material out into the world for all those to see? And I do know from listening to Jay Burchell on the Boo Crew, he loosely based the killer of this movie, like very loosely off of uh, him growing up in Ontario and being around the Paul Bernardo, Carla Homolka oh, case. Really? So yeah. the, vi- the violence in this movie is brutal, man. Like there is some, the slasher scenes, like when the slasher comes in, it is fucking gnarly. Like they did a great job with the violence. And uh, so I think those are like the best parts of the movie. It does get pretty heavy handed near the end. Like the, it gets pretty melodramatic and you're you're questioning like, how do you, it could it might have actually could have it could have used some humor at times, but at the same time, I kind of respect that Jay Baruchel, this like goofy, funny Canadian, well, made a straight up horror movie. That's what I was gonna say. Like, how is he in such a serious role? Because he he's done serious roles before, but I don't buy him a lot in that kind of way. I think he's a good geek. He plays a geek. Like he's still playing a comic. I like. Him. I think he's too likable. Maybe that's that's, that's what it is. He, he feels like it's your homie. Like he's gonna come out of yeah, the TV and we're gonna he, eat chips together. That's why he works in this movie, though. He's like these characters okay. are people so kind like, of like us. They're but they're comic book creators. Okay, but it's not like super like deadpan serious. He's no, still like, okay, no. I see, but I see. it is. I'm just saying that there's no slapstick violence. Right, slapstick right, comedy, right. and there's no like you know fart jokes and stuff that you would expect like apparently this movie was a bitch for him to get made he's been trying to make it for 10 years wow uh but everyone in like hollywood that he pitched it to was just like no you're the guy from knocked up you're the guy from this is the end this needs comedy this is like when when's going to be the funny part and apparently in the in the booker he was talking about how uh one studio said that they would do it if they could reveal at the end that the slasher that the slasher was like arnold schwarzenegger underneath or someone like fuck off exactly and he was like uh no fuck yourself and then he ended up doing it by himself with all these are all of his friends like apparently i just listened to that booker episode i don't know i was listening to it work so i might have missed him being an asshole about something but i didn't think he was I don't know. I just kind of saw it. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I'm looking at this guy's filmography, and I forgot how much I fucking love Jay Bruchel. Yeah, he's, he's great. so much good shit. Yeah, fanboys. So, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> he's an almost famous. I know he's an almost yeah. famous. It's, this is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna peep game on this. It seems. Yeah. I cool. think the only thing that okay. So this is the thing that I'm gonna broach for Boozy because I know Boozy's very picky mm-hmm. about your creatures, mm-hmm. about your monsters, mm-hmm. about your slashers. Mm-hmm. The slasher's name in this movie oh. is Slasher Man. 
So that's bad. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a comic book. But also, that's a comment on what he's talking about. Like, So I think some people could look at that and say, yeah. that's lazy. <laughs> but the thing is, it's based off of a comic book. I think it would be worse if he actually named him Paul Bernardo or something like that. Like, Or even came up with something else. Like, It's, it's based off of the, the things that this guy's writing in his comic book are happening in real right. life. Well, it's like meaningless violence. It's kind of yeah. like... Uh, all I can think of though is like Adam West Batman yeah. Slasherman. It's it's cheesy, <laughs> oh but it's God. yeah. I don't know. This won't be the only time we bring up Adam West Batman in this show. Wow! <laughs> but at the end, at the end of the day, wow. I I did like the movie. I think it doesn't entirely answer the question that it sets out to uh, question, like the where it's it's asking like what what's the uh, what does the effect of violence on screen have to do with the public? Yeah, and I have to be honest, like, that kind of topic... It's a tough topic to tackle. It's tough, and it's one I'm, like... Not overly interested not in. Not really interested in it yeah. anymore, but I'm going to give this one a go, I think. Yeah, give it a try. Yeah. But let's uh, let's get on to our conversation about kid-friendly horror <laughs> movies. We'll, we'll talk, obviously, briefly about just kid-friendly horror movies before we start talking about Ernest Scared Stupid. But uh, without further ado, main feature, boys. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Whoa, Brandy. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Keebler. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chowmane. And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. And we have reached our main feature presentation, the first of three episodes, which we'll be talking about kid-friendly horror movies. And we're starting off with my pick, which is Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, holding even, the, yep. I'm holding the digital video disc right now. <laughs> you seen one of these before, Kyle? Uh, no. <laughs> Aware of these bad boys? So, no yeah. blue in sight on that. <laughs> this, I was just telling Kyle uh, while Boozy was in the bathroom, that this was an episode that I... Why do you guys call me out like that on air? Now you everyone know knows how, I use the bathroom. You know how many times you've said, we talked about that while you were pooping. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but hey, no, guys, this... Let's, this Let's bring it down or not. Truly, truly. Let's uh, rewind. <laughs> uh, rewind back to the beginning of this podcast. Uh, this was, hands down, I, I anticipated this would have been in our first 10 episodes. Um, because when we did our Gateway episode, which I believe was the third episode, I credited this as the first movie to ever yeah. fuck me up. And uh, I rewatched it for the first time in years last night. And man, this movie destroyed me as a child. It was, this was actually life changing how badly this movie fucking horrified me. I have so many stories to go along with this movie, and I'm sure I'm not going to be able to remember all of them, but I'll start off with like, the first, like, I remember the first time I watched this, I was already so in love with Ernest P. Worrell. The Ernest thing is just crazy. Okay, let's actually, let's start there. You guys, what's your guys' history with Ernest? Yeah, my first question is, what is Ernest? So, I was asking the same question, Boozy, and I had to do a little bit of digging. Did you guys, have you, is this the first Ernest movie you guys have ever seen? I was aware of Ernest, but I've never seen... Okay, I'm I know I've seen an Ernest movie before, but I couldn't tell you which one it was because they all seem fairly similar. I'm an Ernest historian. 
I, so I think I saw Ernest Goes to Jail. I think that's the one yes. I watched. Is that after it's this one? one? I no. think it, is it before this one? I believe it's before this oh, one. Oh, because it should be after this. This one was late. <laughs> yeah, he's well, hanging around way too that many. Been like the Man, first dude, one. That's a thing throughout all of them. That's all of them is him oh, hanging out. Yeah. I have. I kept putting it in my notes. Like every other time, I was like, "Why what? are these kids in the truck with him again?" And the sheriff's okay with it. He's not. It's weird. He's yeah. not okay with it. Actually, yeah. The thing is, is like, how do I describe it? I. I assume it's a time and place type thing, right. which is fair to an extent. Um, but Ernest is one of those things I always knew about. Like, if you go to Blockbuster, there was always like an Ernest section. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> you you're uh, you just said you're uh, yeah, well, a historian. A what is like? Okay, before, Ernest was a television yes. series. Is that right? No, he was he, Ernest was a he was on infomercials and commercials and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, he had yeah. done he did coke he, commercials. Yeah, he had done. Uh, yeah, with, he, he was had on done, fucking coke the whole time. He, did, he co- advertised for Coca Cola commercials. He did checks, uh, Taco Johns, and uh, the first Ernest shout commercial. Out Taco John. Yeah, shout out Taco Johns. The, the first Ernest <laughs> commercial filmed in 1980 advertised an appearance by Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders at Beach Bend Park. An amusement park near Bowling Green, Kentucky. So, so this this man was doing this character for like twenty years. Yeah, he and he was known for it, Jim Barney. But hey, yeah, I, yeah. I want to get he a stand-up comedian. I want to get something clear here before we get going so. here. I want to get something clear. He's not funny. I don't. I don't want any shitting on Ernest today, Jim Barney. Uh, <laughs> that's not fair. Okay. Well. well okay. Okay. What no, is, no. 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 What no, is this? No, the no, gloves no. on fucking podcast. No, man, hear me okay. out. Hear me out. I won't shit on. No. Him, but like, I'll let you guys do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, Ernest was a childhood staple for a lot of people, and me being one. I, of no, them. I get that. No, I, I understand that. But He's I a, have, he was a good man. I have no background to this, and the I character cried. was a different time. I cried the day he died. The character is so absurd to me, and I don't understand what exactly it is. Yeah, get, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to make fun of this man, the human. I'm going to probably the shit character. on this character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so this is the first Ernest movie that I've s- seen, like, from that start you to remember. finish. That I can remember. Let's I know for a fact I've seen Ernest stuff before, and I got to tell you, this was a fucking trip. This was a lot to take in. Yeah. Let's uh, let's quickly go through his little film- filmography as Ernest, though, because it all started. The first one that really kicked off the film franchise was Ernest Goes to Camp, which was my favorite one as a kid. So, I, again, I think I've seen parts of this maybe at yeah. some point. Like I feel that was like 1987. They were on TV a lot of the time. Yeah, loved that movie. Ernest Saves Christmas. Classic. Oh, okay, I've classic also seen Christmas parts of movie. this. See, I don't know. Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain was a TV short. <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely um, not seen But <laughs> then Ernest, Ernest Goes to Jail, and then Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay. And then here's where it gets really tricky. This yeah. is where, like, it starts getting dark. But he was also he played Jed in the Beverly Hillbillies, like so he was in he yeah. he's done was other it the same roles. character. No, no, well, very like he's still he's got. I that. wouldn't say very different, but it was yeah okay. But then he's got Ernest rides again. <laughs> Ernest goes to school. So uh, I almost remember that one. Too. Slam Dunk Ernest was next level. They turned him into Air Bud, basically. No, they they're were, like, what? What can we yeah. do with Ernest? No, dude, they Ernest did, Bud. They did like Mike. It's the exact same story. He no, but but what he's saying Jamar's, is like they just throw the the one, random idea. Yeah. yeah, they put him in those those whatever like situation. Buds in space. Yeah. He gets most uh, valuable. Chip. Dude, this movie's literally all about uh, Ernest getting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's sneakers and they're magical and make him be able to play basketball. Okay. It's like Mike. So like uh-huh. it's Airbud and like Mike. Right. Yeah, it's the same movie. Um, he's also the voice of Slinky Dog in Toy Story. Yeah, I know so, that. That's hilarious. Yeah, and which makes sense and yeah. actually does a great voice in I those movies. I can't even imagine him now. Yeah, he was in Roseanne. He was in, uh, and this is the most troublesome one though, because if you have any issues with Ernest. 
I implore you to look up Ernest Goes to Africa because this yeah, is the worst of the worst. I can only imagine that's... Look at that cover. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Oh, it was a different time, but... I don't think about... I'm not really... <laughs> it's not only the cultural appropriation, it's the fucking Photoshop job. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm <laughs> not... I'm going to be honest, I'm not trying to watch Ernest Goes to Africa. No. <laughs> that kind of, I'm not me, ever going to have that on my radar. That it's wasn't giving even me, the last uh, one. Some nightmares to uh, Blended er, with Ernest Drew Barrymore and the Army. Adam Sandler. I believe Ernest in the Army was his last one. I think ni- like ninety eight. Yeah. yeah so it was the last one. Ernest in the Grave. No. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Come on, Boozy. He also played the the villain. Night of the Living Ernest. He played the villain in Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. He played uh, Lothar Zog against uh, Hulk. It's the like Hulk you stuff. just <sighs> talked a different language there. I had. I, I, I thought I, you knew wrestling. Don't you watch wrestling? Yeah. You don't know what the Hulk is. What do you mean? The I just said that the Hulk was in Three Ninjas and that he the was the villain. The Hulk. He, Hulk, Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Nobody calls him the Hulk. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> wow. You know the Hulk. It is a little misleading. Okay. A right. deeper look into like my twisted psychology is I, I used to like, I used to kind of associate Ernest with Quint from the from Jaws, but as like huh? the, the dummy ass version of Boy. him because they kind of dress similar. He's kind of like <laughs> Gilligan. Yeah. <laughs> so I loved him as a kid. He was so joyous, brought so much, so many laughs to me as a child. Yeah. Loved him. Loved him. Never have I been more fucking betrayed in my life than when I saw Ernest Scared Stupid and I was introduced to one of the scariest things I've ever experienced. And I stand by it today. I honestly think that that troll, the troll, the story of this movie is it's, way too fucking scary for kids. I would actually agree I was I was taken yeah. aback by the Man, story. Yeah. It still scares me. Like I still think that that troll is too fucking scary for a kids movie. The well, I don't know the what practicals the fuck are they were thinking. Out of out of this Dude, world. and it's running and chasing you and, and turning it, them into little wooden dolls. I thought he was going to eat them. It's uh, the Chiodo bros that worked on it. They yeah. did the, ki- the guys who did Killer Clowns. Yeah. 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 So Which also Chiodo got they their reused, name from. Yes. <laughs> they reused some of the yeah. The actual costume. That is nuts. And it, you can tell. Like, yeah. the, the oh, yeah. puppetry or what would you call it? Is it puppet work, I guess? Yeah. Or costume yeah. work? Yeah, I, 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 don't I don't know. How do you describe that? It's, it's like, really, I guess not graphic, but very descriptive and very creepy. Yeah. Like, and, he, yeah, how he runs and how totally. he's so creepy. Can, can we well, get it's, like, drooling and, like, there's weird juices pus, coming from yeah, who knows yeah. where. Man, I remember when I was a kid, so I this would have been 1997. I watched this movie in my basement. Parents were still together, still pretending to be in love. Okay. Pa- sisters were uh, watching with me, and I had just gotten this big stuffed gr- uh, gorilla. Like, it was a big gorilla. I that think I, I almost know exactly yeah. what kind of gorilla you're talking about. And I about. got it from a garage sale, and I was, like, just chilling with them. And then uh, my sisters, after the movie, they because I was in tears after this movie. Like, it scared me so fucking bad. Would and you I, say you were scared stupid? I was scared stupid. But I was just trying. Sick. This was, like, one of the first times where I was just trying to overcome that fear. This is where my love for horror came from. This is Ernest Scared Stupid. I, I, can, I, I honestly think this is one of my big touchstones. I can see it. I could get it, too. Because, like, the actual, like, horror elements of this movie are pretty fucking, like, hard to forget. Like, oh yeah, it's very. The imagery is insane for what, and it's all kids. <laughs> I can't think of a kids movie like I know we're gonna do a series on kids movies like that are like uh, horror centric or have gotten us into horror, but like this has got to be like the most like upfront horror kids movie I think I've ever seen. Like, right off the intro, it, it just threw <laughs> the, all this oh like. The well, there's intro. footage of Nosferatu. And, yeah, uh, but like the all intro that. is psycho. The yeah. fucking song. His, his reactions to all of. Uh, they, they just like flashed lights at him, and he yeah. made. Okay, 
Can we get back to my initial question? Oh, sure. Yeah, what is? I think yeah. What the fuck is Ernest? What just, is his care? Like, there's it, a lot to, like, really try to unpack I'm tr- there. The, I'm trying to figure out, because, like, they reference the fact that, like, the one kid references the fact that he has multiple personalities, and they do randomly come out, but sometimes they don't do any, like, the first time his random personalities came out, they didn't help. He just yelled a lot, and I was very confused. He's just their goofy friend. He's their goofy, lovable friend that all of the parents are okay with their kids. Yeah. Their kids hanging out but with is, a strange 45-year-old. So was he scared stupid at the start? Is that why he's stupid? Or is he consistently stupid? No, he's st- consistently oh, no. stupid. Well, his whole shtick is that he's dumbass. What's his dog's name? R- okay, Rimshot. <laughs> Rimshot. Okay, also, I heard Rimjob for the first, okay, like... This is, this is like... Yeah, that's gotta be at the top of the list. I'm not even list. joking. It literally sounds like they're saying Rimjob. Yeah, the rule, definitely does. There's gotta be a rule in whatever filmmaking rule book is that, like, you never put the word Rim in anything. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's uh, especially a dog's name. You're like, asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, this guy's saying modern, rim around all these kids over and over. I do right? love calling the, a dog rimshot is a tee up. I, yeah, I think it's also hilarious. the dog nearly murders him. But the the one thing I have to say to this entire movie, we can get to it, but it's like Ernest needs to be in jail for child endangerment because he spends most of this movie endangering yeah, yes. children. He's like that Even uncle from that Goosebumps episode. He's like, let's go explore oh, the, the fucking the tomb cave. Tomb yeah, whatever. tomb of the mummy. But he's honestly worse than that. Uncle. Much worse. <laughs> yeah, like the Ernest thing. Like, the way I can try to think about how Ernest acts is like he's almost like that annoying kid who's like in drama. In yeah. But school. then he randomly like hypes himself up talking to somebody because they'll be like, Ernest, do you think you can do that? Oh, I'm the best soldier ever. I can do this. I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. And like, imagine if like you don't think that's funny. I still think it's hilarious. no. And his it's and the not, facial expression thing does <laughs> not age. Just zooming in on him like over a, the top oh, faces. Man. Like I think st- of like one of the brothers from Step Brothers. Imagine like the worst <laughs> version of that. Yeah, that's kind of what you get here. I still Still love it. It's like, it's like dad jokes too, kind but of. But like, like you yes. haven't told me what he is. Movies. I've just been like I trying just to figure tried out to explain it to you. What, what is he? Where did he come from? He's what is a stupid his... trash man? He's the ju- he's the like okay. that's why he's driving the garbage. Okay, truck. Okay, but like, are these people in this town? In every like, are these the gang or are they interchangeable people? And Ernest just goes different. Like, uh, they, like is the you're not, fat you're mayor too gonna much? Be? You're thinking too much. No, but is this a universe or is this just it's Ernest? It's been a while since I've seen the other Ernest movies, so unfortunately I can't answer that question for you. But I do know that these main kids aren't in Ernest Goes to Camp. Oh. That's fucked, then. That's fucked. Yeah, yeah. so That's he fucked. just travels to different towns? Everyone like, knows who Ernest is. It's kind of like our parents who are, like, my parents who are giving me this. They know it's a safe thing to give your kid. It's Ernest, an Ernest was movie. dangerous. <laughs> Ernest is, like... Uh, Er- da- I think Ernest is problematic. Ernest would get canceled. Dude, Ernest is like that kid who's like, hey guys, there's an open construction site. Let's go all dance around there. And then, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Ernest, like, okay, don't well, do that. To be fair, I think it's, he's, re- I track it down to him just being a very strange relic of the 90s. Like a yes, very specific ex- relic. That is exactly what he is. This I was is something expecting that would, more Pee Wee Herman. He's, he's almost Herman like that. Wor- like, way worse. But it's in the same... But there's this weird slapstick where it's just yelling. It's not actual comedy, and it just it doesn't well, work. This is this is proto carrot top. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. So surprise, surprise. Ernest doesn't work for twenty-seven-year-old men. 
for the first time. Like that's you got to look at it from that's think fair. about it. Think about it as a kid. No, but I, I'm just trying to to understand what what because we've watched this one rent. It's not the first Ernest movie. I'm trying to figure out what this universe is. I agree with both of you on this one because I see what you're saying, Mitch. I totally understand. Like it's pretty it's pretty unfair to really shit on this entire concept because it's strictly made for children. <laughs> you don't know how, horror movie. Podcast. However, well, we did goosebumps last week, so I mean, however. At the same time, I do think the concept alone is very fucking weird. That it's hard to really like. Uh, it's hard to throw that all out the window. So I'm somewhere in the middle on this, and especially for someone who loves shit like this. Even this was kind of hard but for me to grab onto. He's too weird to be a just a kids entertainer, but he's not funny enough to be an adult entertainer. Do you know what I mean? I'm telling you, as a kid who grew up with him, he's fucking hilarious. I'll tell you that is right he? now. Okay. Yes. Kid, kids loved him. I loved him. He terrified me. It, yeah, it, you were a 27-year-old man who's smoking pot watching <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. Of course, it's no, not going to like, for No, but I'm trying to think about as a kid, he, yeah. he seems oh. like he just keeps endangering kids, and it's terrifying. It's an adventure. But he never, he's taking them on adventures. They're he, learning more. No, but he never puts himself in. I don't feel like he ever puts himself in Absolutely danger. Absolutely, he does. When he puts he himself does. in that medieval suit. Yeah, oh he. I think. It, well, the thing is, him it's being like a, alive is putting himself in danger. He's it's like a childhood like adventure fantasy, right? Yes. Like it's it's kind of like when you're walking down your neighborhood alone with your friends. Like, oh, you're imagining what could happen. Like. As a kid, you're ma- playing make believe kind of. But that's I guess. The best, okay, that, yeah. It's like that's, um, that's the best part about Ernest, though, is that it's always the kids who save him, right? Because he's this dumbass, and they think, "Oh, thank God, we have Ernest here helping us." But it's like he just makes everything worse. <laughs> but it's he does make it worse. But at the same time, they kind of like really chalk him up to be something special to some extent well, too. It's also because he's his, a bad his, like his dumbassery and his tomfoolery is how they learn how to defeat. The, the troll, I which to, is milk. But I feel talk. like he's he's the pro- he's the one who fucking summoned the thing. He's the problem. Yes. Well, that was kind of funny. Actually. Oh, I love it. That like was when he's and if I was to do this, <laughs> that was kind of funny. The, I do like how the they try to like um I don't know give him some sort of backstory or the way that he is like why he is how Ernest is is because. A curse was put onto his family where for generations they would get dumber and dumber. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And they that is the backstory and they show like the flashback of him as a kid yeah. writing on the board. I, okay, that was that was the that only was sensible I, callback that, joke that I like. That and I love how he's probably still wearing those exact clothes because yeah, all of his clothes yeah. are too small on him. <laughs> I, I The Ernest thing is kind of fascinating to me. It's it's one of those things I'm not super familiar with, but I almost want to be. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I want to understand the lore because I picked up he really likes recycling. He's mentioned that several times. Oh, he's a trash man. But he likes recycling though. But like he doesn't like just grabbing garbage. He like because <laughs> he builds that whole fucking which sure. also I have to say as being a sepsis survivor myself, watching <laughs> him take these kids to this landfill of sharp metal objects. I was like, "Kids, be careful. You're, it's you're dangerous." For it. Yeah. Wow. I was I was very worried. I feel like it's the weirdest adult this entire time watching this movie. I felt very worried for everybody. Also, the dog, too. I felt very worried for. Because uh, the, the dog, dog was seem- smart. Yeah, the dog's smarter than him. Like, you're worried about, like, this guy taking care of a dog, even. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, watching it now, it is so strange. There are so many questions. It just doesn't make sense to me how, like, it shows how fucking weird the world was in the 90s. 
Like, it's so... The whole concept of Ernest alone, I agree, yes. is fucking strange. Just the, Yeah, the but, basis... But, but when you were... When I didn't know about any of the evils that the world could bring to you right. as an innocent kid... He was a beacon He of hope. was awesome. And he was so I, lovable. I can understand that. I guess... I named a song after. I did... We wrote a song called Ernest Smokes Meth. <laughs> wow. That's... I mean, it kind of seems like he has in this movie as well. Yeah. I guess... I guess, yeah, you can only really think about it in the way that when this movie was released, like, this was okay, or this is normal to some extent. That's fine. I don't, I'm not really upset about that. The only yeah. thing is, like, watching this was, like, sort of confusing and joyful at the same time. Like, every time I was like, wow, this is, like, really fun and, like fucking weird that other times it'd be like oh, wait what I, it's just it's every <laughs> time he talks pizzas out of a cannon yeah, yeah. oh I still have that video that yeah him hilarious. getting hit with a fucking pizza oh those pizzas were the same pizzas from uh, Ninja Turtles 2 was it yeah, yeah but I, I just yeah I, what Kyle's saying is like every time Ernest was on screen I was confused and trying to understand what his character was but then he would just do something different, so I'm trying to figure out, like, the Ernest lore. I'm saying what you gotta do is, I think the only answer for you, Boozy, is to watch all of the okay, but like I think I need to watch more Okay, Ernest. but, like, was is the airplane pilot, like, a, a recurring, like, uh, yeah, mental... Oh, yes, yes, and the old yes, lady? Yes, yes, that oh, I Okay, yes. that makes a bit more sense. Because okay. I was so... And he was, but like, he Genghis has, Khan or something? Yes, He's kind of he, like he the had, mask. Yes. Yeah. And actually, I was gonna bring that up, too. I've been, uh... I've, gone on a tear of the classic Jim Carrey movies recently. Oh, so you're and, number 23. Uh, no, not that. <laughs> okay. But no, The Mask The mask comes up a lot too. It's like, that was a movie that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yep. It's Dor- kind of freaky. Dorian's yeah. Mask. Yep. Like sure. When Dorian gets a hold of the mask, it's terrifying. When um, did The Mask come out? Like 94. Oh, same okay. year as Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. Oof, Isn't year. that insane? Huge year. The dude had three. The same year as Kyle Zervinsky. Wow. wow. Huge year. That is a big year. <laughs> um, I can... Okay, hold on. Sorry, I hate to catch you off, but we need to talk about these bullies. Yes. <laughs> the you mean bullies. the Murdochs? You mean the mean-ass scoff ads? Yeah. <laughs> Don't they look yeah, like scoff ads? Yeah, they look like right, they play in real big fish. Right yeah. from the start, I was annoyed because it's like, of course it's the fat kid with the mullet but who's I, the asshole. Well, but I like that kid. I like that yeah. kid. I love that they also run out of nowhere all the time to break shit. When they're yeah. breaking their like, cool-ass, like, Playhouse for it. That was the meanest shit I've yeah. ever seen. What complete They're just asshole. rocking it back and forth. Just, just to break it to shreds for no reason because they're just yeah. pieces yeah. of shit. Yeah. Oh, kids sometimes. Okay, Bully, so the, bullies in the 90, 90s were like more savage and chunky than yeah. ever. They were always fat. Yeah, they couldn't do it. They couldn't cyber they were, Actually, those bullies reminded me of the bullies from King of the Hill. With the also Okay, so we haven't really talked about what the actual story of this movie is. Mitch, oh, if you want to go... No, you take it away. Okay, I'm going to my interpretation of what it is. Um, a deranged lunatic summons a monster... Troll. Troll, troll. who needs to turn children, in, but also random people you don't see, into wood figures to summon other trolls who come from seeds. Brussels yes. sprouts. To Brussels sprouts, but there's also a fortress and... Ernest kind of just like disappears for a while. Also, I have one note I want to bring up is that this because this one really bothered me. Do you think Ernest feels remorse for murdering that baby in the trash compactor? Because he has like a full on conversation with it, and then the yeah. the baby's like, "I will curse your entire family," and then he throws it. Do you know what I'm talking? Like he cursed himself again. I don't think Ernest knows what remorse is. But he he literally gave this while he's about to die. He gave this thing a character and then sacrificed it for his own good in yeah. one like. 
Do you think that Ernest is like making fun of Forrest Gump a lot of the time? That's kind of what I was so, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Ernest man. is simple I Jack. I thought about that so many. Yeah, he's simple Jack, and I thought I thought that so much. Where I was just like, what? You know what? It's a weird bit. People are fucking. Yeah, it's a very it's specific a weird bit. It's something that yeah, there's no way to get around it that he had to have been like mentally challenged. Yeah, and like. I guess they don't necessarily No. Make... What? I think there's Are some... you kidding? No, no, no. I think he's just weirdly eccentric and found like a his shtick. He can't do I... basic things. So I don't really know. To be and honest, are you talking about like Ernest the actual like character? Yes. Yes. Like the Ernest P. Warrell. <laughs> I kind I'm kind of with you on this match. I do. He's think, mentally ill for sure. I, I think you're right. I kind of got that feeling too. What I do appreciate about this movie, though, is they don't really like make fun of him. No, exactly. They like sort of like acknowledge just, him as just kind of like a guy who but we are does laughing things. Laughing at him doing his stupid things. Well, yeah, but but that's his whole. But that's shtick. different. That's it is part of a shtick. They are more so. They're hap- They're comfortable with they're him being toler- the way. They're the tolerant way he is, of him, which is fine. I, I guess that's kind of what works about it. But it is a at the same time. I. I it, Sparks a lot of questions. Yeah, I get. I don't know. The I got to talk about this like witch doctor type like character. Love a, her, aka uh, Isma from Fresh's yes. New Groove. Thank you for bringing that up because underrated actor. Very much so. Also played the Catwoman in the uh, uh, the animated series. In the anim- no, not the animated series. In the fucking I can't remember his name right now. You said earlier, uh, Boozy. I'm looking at Batman. Oh, sh- he played the cat. The oh, uh, in uh, uh, Adam West. Adam West Batman. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and she's in Holes. She's in Holes. Madame Zeroni. She's she's a uh, she's yeah. a great <laughs> character. Actor. She plays Isma in Emperor's New Groove, and which she is looks like Isma. They must she have does. definitely like yeah. uh, done did some like I don't know character design based off her actual appearance. Yo, my buddy just married a chick that looks like Isma. We that's hate sick. her, so it's okay to say that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, weird okay. thing. To, yeah. <laughs> do you guys feel like Split ripped this movie off? Split? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I thought the whole Because t- they kept referencing the fact that he had multiple personalities, too. He didn't say it that many times. He said it like twice. What time? What year did Curse of Michael Myers come out? Oh. Uh, 90s. No, sorry, yeah, 90s. The Curse, Curse of Michael Myers rips off a scene in this movie. Does it? Yep. There's the, some d- legit horror in this. Exactly. Oh, actually, it reminds me of an 80s slasher. Think about the, the, totally the, the original reveal of the troll with the silhouette behind him. Like, that's like when Michael Myers shows up in Curse of Michael Myers in that basement. And you just see his <laughs> yeah, silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of the best parts of the movie. I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like that movie. Me and Boozy are two people who do. Um, but... Uh, Fucking Ernest scared stupidly. Yeah, the 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 trolls is yeah. so goddamn scary. These trolls are fucking scary. That's a fact. Does does Ernest reference Botswana in any of the other movies? Because he goes hard on Botswana. I don't know what that is. What are you talking? It's about? a country. Okay, the first time he does those random personalities. I've never, never heard of that country. Guys, sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, listeners. Uh, uh, the, the, the first yeah. time when he's in the that playhouse. I don't know, secret base. Some PBS kid set. Yeah, um, he when he's doing all his different voices and stuff, his characters start out by talking about Botswana, and then they keep coming back to it. And I'm trying to figure out because that's like a, a country in like uh, like Africa that had a huge genocide, but he keeps like referencing it. Oh, I don't know why. I'm sure there was an allegory there. I'm hoping <laughs> it was just it was so oddly uh, specific. Know, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. One. Like he like just say like Cucamonga or something. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> don't say don't, don't, do that. don't say that either. <laughs> What's wrong? What is that? <laughs> you just don't you just don't have to. That sounds even worse. Cucamonga is that bad? Uh, uh, you just, 
I don't know. Well, now I said it twice. Is it bad? Moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, I want to get back to... I didn't even get to finish my story about that fucking stuffed ape. Oh, so I got a stuffed, God. I got a stuffed ape, and my sister, Tara, this is Tara, previous guest of the show, uh, been on all the episodes of Book Club, which will return soon, I promise. And um, But she, she, her and my sister, Ashley, they... They fucking pushed me into our mechanical room, like our laundry. It was like our laundry oh, yeah. room and everything. They pushed me in there, turned off all the lights. Or a- Ashley pushed me in there, turned off all the lights. <laughs> and then Tara jumped on. She was hiding in there and jumped on top of me with this big furry gorilla. And was going like. Oh, you so, so. Man, I was seven years old. I bet you voided all of your orifices. Man, I was crying so hard. This is how. This, this is such a critical day of my life. And it explains so much about me as a person. Is, um. I was having such a fucking meltdown that the only way to calm me down was my my mom had to call my dad at work and my dad because my dad was the one who would calm me down and his way of calming me down is saying that he'd rent a movie for me after work. So I we had the Rogers video hey, guides. Champ. We had the Rogers video guides so we could see what new was out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And guess what had come out that week? Anaconda. Oh my so god. So I saw wow. Anaconda for the first time. My whole family sat around their big TV and we watched Anaconda for the first time that night that I watched Ernest Scared Stupid. The only way to cure Mitch is to show him another horror. Exactly. Movie. But that's the thing is my sister what my sister said to me, and she said the same thing about I know what you did last summer when I wanted to go see that when I was young, dumb and naive. Um, she said uh, she's like, Mitch, if you can't handle Ernest Scared Stupid, what makes you think you're gonna be able to handle Anaconda? Or I know what you did last summer. And then I had a great time with Anaconda. It didn't scare me at all, I just loved it. Did you guys notice that there was a fuckload of Star Wars references in this? Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat too. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And I guess I guess that is kind of it's kind of a fun story, Mitch, I've gotta be honest, because like the fact that this is the catalyst for like everything yeah. is, is pretty funny <laughs> in hindsight. When Look was the last house. time you watched before this? Like how many uh, times it you was have in to this, have seen was, this like a million times? Oh yeah, but well, the last time we watched it, we didn't really watch it. Courtney and I put it on to carve pumpkins a couple years ago. Because this is like a Halloween movie we do right. put on. Like, it is I, definitely a Halloween movie. If, if I get, <laughs> It's sounding to me like you guys genuinely just didn't enjoy it. Can and me I'm telling you, I, I, had, I love this I movie. thought it was fun, I thought but it, it was, was weird. Yeah. yeah, I feel the exact same way but as you. I'm <laughs> fully ready to admit that nostalgia is speaking. But like, I That's never, okay, though. That's okay. I liked I liked watching it and, and pointing out all the weird stuff and writing it down because I thought it was some of the funniest shit is unintentional stuff. Yeah. Um... Do you, do you guys notice that that Ernest had like a moment with the one kid after the two kids kissed? Yes, and I totally know. was not okay with that. I don't remember the scene. Okay, so, the kid, the girl kisses the boy on the cheek out of and nowhere. Then, and then, by the way, yeah, out of nowhere, there's no tension. Then all of a sudden, she kisses him, and well, Ernest no. is in the back going like he's like doting. He's like, oh, um, it's young love. Okay, I guess. It's innocent. I, Stop trying to sexualize yes, Ernest. No, 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 I got one more before Stop we're done. Stop trying to sexualize Ernest, Boozy. Not I, my Ernest. Yeah. I got one more before we're done, and then I'll stop it. Uh, this is a direct quote from Ernest in this movie. I had to write, do- write down. Rimshot, dress up like a cute, yummy child. No. When did that happen? No, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. That didn't What? What? But, but he was he was trying to dress up Rimshot so that they could track down the the troll, and he's like Rimshot, you need to dress up like oh, a. So but oh, but that's context. different. That's yeah, okay. It's those words. I don't know. Yeah. Call him a yummy child. I don't Man, know. Or, 
Okay, you it's such a no, no, kind of grasping at straws. No, no, no. If, if it was just that and nothing good. else in the movie, but it's the we, all the Honestly, weird shit. That we, bringing be Twitter to the real world lawyer. right now. <laughs> also, why was there a Bumblebee man? Is he a recurring character? Yes. And he, I think he, <laughs> I think he died in yes, the end. Yes, of course. Yeah. Bumblebee man is a recurring character. Man, okay, but seriously, fucking, fucking Christ, Boozy. Uh, the scene where the girl rolls over in the bed, where she's like thinking that. Oh, that, okay. So this yeah. is spooky. Where that girl rolls over in the bed to see the trolls. Honestly, maybe the most scared I've ever been in my life, and I had doctors Dude. taking scissors to my foreskin while I was awake. D- oh god! So, <laughs> Dude, but you didn't talk about the build-up to that with the look under the bed. Yeah. And, oh, it's just the it's to- a good scare. That was a genuine scare. That's a hundred percent horror like logic one hundred and one. It's yeah. Per- yeah, it's great. Like I think I think like the I would say that the nightmare movies definitely had to influence this film like existing yeah. in a lot of ways. So, uh, yeah, like wait a minute, what what? Like I think, like the Nightmare on Elm Street films for sure. Like their popularity, I think definitely had to like influence this yes. movie. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah. Wait, I thought you were saying that this movie influenced. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, other way around. Like yeah. I think, well, okay, ninety four. So this would have been a while afterwards. Now at this point, but but they're obviously Ernest um, Three Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But even like, I felt like watching one of these. I felt like I was watching one of the lesser Nightmare movies to yeah. some extent. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it was like five or six. Yeah, but the, it is like, it was two. Which was the ones I liked. I think. Yeah. I think you said it the best, Kyle, is that this is like a 90s relic. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> this it could would only not work exist. Yeah. This could never happen um, today. I have two more weird points that I wrote down. I have I had so s- many. I don't let's even hear them, boys. Let's hear them. Okay, I'll, I'm going to do mine, and then, Kyle, you sure, can rip, because sure. I've just been going hard on this. I, I wrote down, Jesus, I hope for that dog's sake it's deaf, listening to this fucking asshole talk all day. Because he just constantly yaps. That's probably why I tried to kill him. <laughs> and the last point is that Ernest loses his job and immediately contemplates suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, yeah, well, totally I, get it. I can so, understand that. Yeah. That's so, okay. but like, it was, it I was, guess that's where that comes from. It was instant, me. though. Like, those kids are still in danger. He just lost his job, and he's just like, I'm, I'm out of here. See, there would be, like, five or ten minute segments Goodbye, of, like, like that exact moment is what I, like, kind of checked out. It was like, wait, what's happening right now? Like, he's having these inner monologues that don't really make any sense, but he's trying to off himself. Well, yeah, Ernest is most confusing when there's no other characters just, to explain when what's going on. When it's just him, it's uh, all rules are off the table. It's, it's Jim Carrey <laughs> test footage. It's, <laughs> it's just him it's being Man like, on the moon test footage. <laughs> it actually is. It's like, it's Jim Carrey, but like without... <laughs> Yeah, like not as good. Yeah, it's all, and they're always zooming in on it. You know the one where he goes to the sheriff's door, and just for some odd fucking reason, it zooms in really hard on him, and then he like yells. Yeah, it's wacky. It's, it's wacky. It's goofy fun. Okay, is this an American or is this this American? Yeah. Okay, because like this is oh. definitely a lot of like English humor. Okay, I have a cup. I have a couple notes here. Actually, Go for I have it. a lot of notes. But first off, I need to n- make note of the cinematographer of this film. Han, I can't pronounce this person's name, and someone's gonna call me out on it, but whatever. No one's calling you out on this. Hanaya Bear, but this guy is most known for doing this cinematography for Break Into Electric Boogaloo. Wow, <gasps> an original Electric yes, Boogaloo. Yes, the actual Electric the, Boogaloo the and real. Masters of the Universe. Enough said. So, yeah. what is Masters of the Universe? Like He Man. Come yeah, He Man. Like the cartoon? No, the movie oh, with Dolph Lundgren. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's classic. Is that like Highlander? <laughs> no. Similar. Let's see who the composer is. Um, to get in the mood for this movie, I ate a huge bowl of cereal. I thought I should just like be like a child. I thought that would help. That is a good idea. See, I took a different... Did I you got feel really like you were in danger the whole time? <laughs> it didn't really work, though. kind of just felt sick to my stomach. I drank way too much milk. <laughs> Adult Kyle can't do milk as well, you know? <laughs> it's a real struggle, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think... like. 
some of these lines, some of these quotes I hear that I had to write down, this one really, this one made me think quite a bit when, like, I think it's the mayor, or maybe it's the it's sheriff. The boss hog guy? I think it's the sheriff when he says, it's time to grow up, Ernest. And the whole tone of the movie is kind of like, no, Ernest, you can't grow yeah. up. And it's like, what a fucking terrible message to teach. He's Peter is. Pan. It, yeah, oh, that, he is, yeah. But it's like Peter Pan if he, like, if he was big. And endangered children. <laughs> Constantly. Peter Pan does as well. Oh, wait, oh, no, what's the movie with Robin Williams where he... Uh, Jack. Jack. It's Jack. like Jack, kind yeah. of. I, that makes me think of it, too, but Jack, Jack's a movie with Robin Williams that I also loved around this time where it's about him. He has, like, reverse Benjamin Button's disease where, like, he's aging at, like, a rapid pace. But he's still a so kid. He, yes. Yeah, so he's, yeah. like, hanging out and farting and... Ca- <laughs> oh, man, I love that movie. When I, was kind a of a, I, can't, I haven't seen it forever, That's but I remember, classic, I remember liking like, it. Super schmaltzy. idea. <laughs> super I, sad. I just think it's a t- terrible message to tell kids. Like, still yeah. act like an insane 10-year-old when you're, like, 40. <laughs> Yeah. Like, also, what's with Brussels sprouts? Do you guys remember when like people hated Brussels sprouts for yeah, some I'm reason? Still here. You hate them still? Yeah, You're a vegetarian them. and you hate Brussels sprouts, so that makes that, no, no sense to me. No, just because I'm a vegetarian doesn't mean I have to like every single fruit. Am well, I you're running out of options. Wait, that's a fruit? No. It's not or a fruit. vegetable. <laughs> vegetable, whatever. But to be fair, the best thing in the world is Brussels sprouts with bacon cut up. That sounds great. Oh, it's so I don't funny. even understand, but I feel like not just Ernest Scared Stupid, but a lot of things referenced hating Brussels sprouts for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like in the 90s especially. Kids didn't like they greens. They moved on from uh, hating broccoli or something. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. maybe that was pre-broccoli. I always love broccoli. There was I a, love broccoli. I liked all this shit. I don't know. There was always like a weird thing against Brussels sprouts. I think this movie could have been the catalyst for it, but I have no idea. The troll shit in this, like, I know we already talked about it a lot, but like, it's done really well. Like, It's so good. Like, that's the thing about this movie is like, it's so goofy and hard to follow sometimes, but then once the trolls would appear, I'm like, all right, okay, here we go. This yeah. is cool. There's something kind of like... Not it feels like uh, Killer Clowns at the end. Yeah, no, but there's something very like kind of David Lynchy about like <laughs> Ernest altogether. Actually, kind of. I kind of know what you're talking about because like they, they use like Dutch <laughs> angles randomly and like there's so much off-putting yeah, shit in it. It doesn't always feel right, it, and the like, logic for the children is what really freaks me out. Like though, when they're at the oh, okay, two also po- two the, points. The editing points they let they let Ernest have way too much time. No, that he's the point. No, 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 but is- it's it's actor. Like he'll like say a line and be goofy, but they don't cut away after. Yeah. They just keep holding it on him, and that's what makes him creepy. And you never know if he's gonna like do like a weird like or turn mannerism. into a woman. I love when he does the old woman. Like, that's kind of funny. Actually. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so I got two notes. The first note here. It's funny. <laughs> what can I say? It's comedy. It's funny shit. Comedy. Comedy. Do you guys remember like Halloween school dances? Oh, mm-hmm. fucking right. Yeah. This movie made me compl- remember about that entire concept that Brings I haven't thought about in so long. Yeah. The Halloween school dance was always like the sick dance, yep. in my mind. Because that's where you get to show off your costume, too. And also, you have that extra shell yeah. so that you can go up and ask someone to dance, and you're covered a little bit so by your not, Riddler but, costume. Yeah, not a big but deal. they're still going to say no. Yeah. And, and I feel like you have to walk home And I feel like it was always longer, for some reason. Like, you could stay out later for the Halloween yeah, dance. Yeah, but also, you realize how quickly they run out of child-friendly Halloween songs pretty quick because you're like six songs in you're hearing the monster Yo. mash again but i could hear monster mash on repeat that's that shit slap and then and then you know the, the chicken dance somehow co-opted into being yeah, in there ma- the macarena that's yeah, a, yeah that's a classic fucking last saskatchewan pirate has to make a pause oh, it has to be played I, somewhere. I, hate that. I hate that shit okay this is the thing that like uh worldwide listeners 
probably don't have any clue about, no. but it, it's a huge, it's got to be a huge song, at, like in more places than just here. Uh, Last no, uh, no, man, I no, think it's pretty it's, regional. God, I could be wrong. Thank God, that's good. Uh, d- that's dude, that's song. like making a song about Portland and, and being like, does everyone know about the Portland song? <laughs> it's yeah, you know, it's, in, uh, like a, it's like a national anthem. Yeah, you know, in Dumb and, you know in Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey says, uh, you want you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yeah. Insert the last Saskatchewan pirate there. So yeah. just yeah. just the whole YouTube. song. It's a huge high. the last Saskatchewan pirate. It's not even it's funny worst. to us. Okay, so at the end of the school dance, they're like, <laughs> the one kid's dad, the sheriff again, he's like, hey, stay right here. And the kid's like, okay, shit, like, I, whatever, dad told me to stay. And then Yzma shows up, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, come help. And he's like, well, my dad told me to stay. And then she's like, sometimes you have to just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, oh, don't listen God. to your dad and just yeah. fucking leave. <laughs> it's like, true. what? What kind of lesson are you teaching yeah, children? This, this, uh, did he, Kate, does Jim Varney write these? Did he write no, these? No. Who wrote The these? man behind this is John R. Cherry th- yeah. the third. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, this whole movie is just, Ernest does stuff. And he's an, but he should be a kid, but he's an adult. There's and one point where he's literally just running down a hallway yelling troll, 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 troll yep. for like five minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. There's a troll in the dungeon. There's some trolls in this house. There's some trolls in this house. But I do feel like this this uh, concept would be less creepy if it was a kid, like an Ed, Ed, and Eddie thing. Yeah, okay. I, I get that. Uh, I it's think just, I it's just his overall... There's something like... If it was like Max Keeble. He's like a... Oh, my God, He's Max like Keeble. a funny Nightmare on Elm Street almost. It kind, yeah, of, like, it kind of is like a weird Freddy. I feel like... He's he, a Wishmaster. But that's the thing. Is, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Ernest is like his own little niche that like just for me it worked it made it, it, well it, i could definitely see working as a kid i'm surprised made sense. that it was so big oh yeah man it was huge i remember and that's the thing too is like all of my friends watched all of the Ernest movies like i have another memory of being over at my friend thomas's house and also more fucked up than Ernest scared stupid this kid um his mom would always order us pizza but she would i'd be like okay where's the pop like where's the pepsi or the coke or right something. she'd give us milk Milk and pizza? Fuck that shit. Who Dude, does that? Dude, everyone's family, when you were a little kid and you stay over, would always give you a glass of milk, and I didn't like milk. My, yeah, my family never did so, that. No, nah, I don't think we are about a that. Bunch no. of bunch of families. Okay, so, and what <laughs> I would do is I would drink the milk as quickly as possible, just and they it. thought that I was like thirsty for more milk, uh, but it was just it in the plant. Yeah, yeah like I wanted to get it out of the way, so like I got double cupped uh, several it times. Sometimes Houses you could just pour just the pour the cup of milk in the couch and yeah, or see what the dog's up to. Staying at friends' houses was like the most fun but also the most anxiety at especially the same time. if you because you yeah. you always knew there were like some friends whose parents had some weird like uh, some weird shit yeah, going weird on. shit going on in their house but anyways this, I <laughs> like within the first like he wanted to watch Ernest Scared Stupid and I was like absolutely fucking not this was after I had watched Anaconda okay this yeah, was like yeah. a couple years after that my parents had to come pick me up because I couldn't no way. handle it yeah I couldn't handle it I anymore. love that he turns into like Mecha troll at oh, the man, end, yeah, and he's I love and it's he's more scary. Up, he's beating up the concrete, like yeah. I love oh yeah, that's that's pretty wild actually. Yeah, I li- I don't know, I liked that part. The whole like and that kind of like final battle was so ridiculous. Yeah. All the trolls fighting all the civilians. Oh, and when the one troll is like literally shooting like gun like bullets out of its mouth to the police <laughs> yeah. officer, and then <laughs> his son comes to save him with a with water super soaker <laughs> full of milk, and then his dad is still handcuffed to the car, and he says, "Go get him, Kenny." Like, good luck, buddy. Like, the most irresponsible okay, dad of so the year. What was the deal? Like, why couldn't they defeat the Mega Troll with milk? He had to do it with love. 
And how did he know that that was it? Because at one point, Yzma is just like, oh, it must be unconditional well, no, they, love. They, they knew that they could They knew the, the milk thing because they dropped milk yeah. or something. No, no, the milk made sense. But how did Ernest even know what to do at the end? Because he never talked to Yzma about it. He just thought, like, oh, it's got to be unconditional love. <laughs> Maybe that was like... For 10,000 years, I'm free. That's the bonus <laughs> Put it and also dangerously close at the very start of this movie. I thought Ernest was doing blackface for a second oh, yeah. at the very because he looked, I honestly, I'm not he, too, I, I'm not confident enough to say that he's never done it. He looks like Samuel <laughs> Jackson, never a good sign. like yeah. he, he looks like he's doing Samuel Jackson and it's got like the mutton chops and everything. Yeah. What a what an odd fucking movie. Oh, wait, are you talking about in the when it's black and white? And yeah. The, okay, yeah. And see, that's a part... And, and I'm that pretty, was scary at this, with that I'm, girl running? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the scene that I could state... Ba- that's my reasoning for loving period pieces. <laughs> that's <laughs> Ernest. The, the opening to Ernest Gets Stupid. I, I'm, I'm happy for you that this runs so deep. It I'm does, happy yeah. that we watched this, honestly. It was... It's yeah. so odd. Also, I, kn- I, read I knew this, it was going to get some reactions. I read this on the IMDb trivia, and I couldn't quite catch it myself, but apparently... Many people believe that the meme troll face comes from this film. Like when Ernest is about to run over Trandor <laughs> the troll, he says the line, how about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? After this... We forgot to talk about that. After this, he laughs His face. He laughs, and his face looks like what the troll face is based mm-hmm. on. So there's that. Okay. What is with his insults? Oh, they're great. They're Some of them are pretty so funny. So all, yeah. yeah. Some of them are pretty well, good. Like, get a bumper a hun- sandwich, booger breath. Or you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So yeah. not all of yeah. them land. They throw <laughs> them all to the wall. And that's but a, there, that's there are okay. various versions of things that, like, yeah, like a kid would, like, it's booger or poop or butthead. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, booger, poop, butt. Yeah. It, like, Jim Varney is such an odd kind creature. Kind like Tourette's almost. Why do they, why is it, what's the piece? Does, do we ever find out what his middle name, like? What is the oh, Pee-wee? He, yeah, is he like Homer J. Simpson? What is this guy's deal? Also, how did how did he die? Uh, lung cancer. Oh, well, like that's in depressing. real life. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He died at fifty years old. In oh, because I was gonna say, like, it feels like he could have made a shitload more of these. I think I was, that was the plan. I was ten years old when he died. Like it was, he was and only fifty upset, years old. Hey? Oh, uh, dude, I was crushed. This was like. Dude, this was uh, this was before Dimebag Daryl died, so that was the next one that bothered me. I love Dimebag Daryl. Dimebag. <laughs> Ernest Dimebag. Kirkland. Sort of in the same league. Is, I guess. That, <laughs> is that one of those things where you, like you remember where you were when it happened? Oh yeah, dude, I like, remember exactly where I was when I found out Ernest died. Where Jim Varney? Yeah. Where were you? I was at my mom's house and it was on the TV on Entertainment Tonight, and my mom was there and I was just like, I was so upset. I was so fucking upset. I remember when oh, what's the lady who did lamb chops? I remember when she died. What? Do you know what Lamb Chops is? Uh, oh no. my god. Martha Stewart? No, I'll show you after. I can't believe you guys don't. It's like this, there's like a Lamb Chop. It's like this puppet and this lady would talk to it. And it was like a little sheep. Oh my god. Dude, I'm guys. sorry. Um, all I know is that I remember I was at Fuddruckers parking lot when Michael Jackson died. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Amen. And like, you know what? I couldn't finish my one pound burger because of it. You're upset about that child molester dying? Well, at the time. At the time. It's fair. It was different then. Because it was different. Yeah, it kind of was different. Because, like, everyone everyone kind of, like, normalized it with the Chappelle show jokes. So it was more just, like, the king of pop. He was still the king of pop at this time. I understand. I get you. I don't even know. I don't think I have any memories like that, to be honest. I love how we're going to end this episode with talking about fucking death. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's part of the course. So. are any of the other ones horror? No. Adjacent? No. Okay. 
maybe Ernest goes to jail. I because, remember I remember there being one fucking scene in Ernest Goes to Jail where the parents that I was watching it with, it was my friend John's parents. See, this shit goes deep. Thomas, John, yeah. all these people that I yeah. watched. All these all, biblical figures. Yeah. And, and yeah. Weird. Lucas, they, were all, they were all kids I went, grew up going to Catholic school with. And yeah. we'd go and watch movie movie night. And I remember his, John's parents fucking rented uh, Ernest, Ernest, Ernest Goes to Jail. And I remember them reacting to one of the jokes being like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. And I was like, whoa, what does that mean? So I want to go back and watch it and be like, do some recon something. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know if you feel this way, Kyle, but there's an odd fascination almost within me that I want to watch another one because I know, like you, you grew up with Ernest. I yeah, know nothing about all. it, so watching it now, it's like this weird Boozy, cultural I think experiment. That's why I think there's nothing in this world that I think that you could get more out of than the Ernest franchise. I'm worried that I, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this has been something I've actually been kind of wanting to dabble in for yeah. a while. I've always known about <laughs> Ernest, and I've, like I said, I've I've seen. Maybe this is the best one though. Half a movie. This is the best one. This is the <laughs> best. <laughs> Not have told me that. Yeah, I think this is the best one. I wonder what other like there should be a think group for all the earnest things that we missed that yeah. we could have had. <laughs> what is what is like the modern day earnest? Like, do we have like Medea? <laughs> like, is Medea like earnest? Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, I think Medea. Yeah, I don't know. Earnest, earnest quarantines. <laughs> yeah, ah! I'm alone not, in my house. Ah! I'm so bored. Ah! <laughs> oh well, not not bored now. It's just him fucking doing different impressions in a mirror. <laughs> just me. Can you imagine that poor dog sitting by the doorway oh, while he's the dog, in the, the mirror? Dead. The dog is yeah. dead. No, no, he's dead in the corner. Yeah. Ernest the is, is doing dead. the fucking like taxi driver thing, just in the window. <laughs> <laughs> the mirror <laughs> shaves his head into Travis Bickle. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, this has been I, fun. I love. I, now that we finished, I, I love the idea of Ernest. Ernest, the movie was okay. I, the movie was fine. I it was fine. I yeah. did not hate it, but I'm st- like even after talking about it for an hour and a half, I still am confused about Ernest. Yeah, but I love special, it. I have, I have questions. Amazing special effects. I was yeah. very and without yes, a doubt. the troll is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I'm very curious to because I know Tara, my sister, she's very excited for this episode for obvious reasons. Uh, she listens to every episode, but like you know this. This is runs deep in our family, and particularly me. Uh, but my my niece Gracie, her daughter, is now around the same age that I was when I first saw this. So, and she's into oh, so like she's obsessed over? with Jurassic Park and like right. Star Wars and sick, all that sick. kind of stuff. So, uh, I'd be curious to know if how she would react as if she would get scared of it. Like, because I want to know probably because all of my other friends didn't get scared from it. It didn't oh, bother them. Interesting, and that's why. So this is just a very much a me uh, thing. That are just you still me. scared of trolls? Like, did this? No, just did this, this troll. Just Honestly, troll. I swear to God, to you, man, I was watching Child's Play too. I was watching. Ch- no, uh, I believe Halloween that. Nightmare on Elm Street. This is one of this the scariest scared, trolls. This scared me more than Freddy Krueger did. I Hands I, down. I, well, no, I'm dead in, serious. That that's just a fact. I guess like being scared as a child is like pretty. It's different, it's different for everyone. Though. Yeah. Even like every child gets scared by other shit. This one, and I think one of the main reasons why it triggered me so much is because it's based around kids who are my age. Oh, totally. So that right. that's a good point. A, well, it's kind of like the there. goosebumps thing too, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And even it puts the yeah. kids in danger the whole time. The parents it's are kind of so, out of it's it. It's so weird though that it was o- it was always the kid friendly ones that bothered me the most. Like I was scared of Ghostbusters. I was terrified of Beetlejuice. Well, we talked about it off air. I thought the Sasquatch and Goofy movie like yeah. fucked me up. That was terrifying. <laughs> like, honestly, he's when kind things of a friendly get, Sasquatch, yeah, I know. But at the start, you think yeah. he's evil. When it's things get kind of dark and Drop Dead Fred, that shit fucks me oh, up. Oh man, Drop Dead Fred was a big one. <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. Awesome. All right, well, this was great, you guys. This was a ton of fun. Yeah. And uh, next week we're gonna be talking about Boozy's pick, 
which is Little Shop of Horrors from, I think, 1987? 86 or 87? Yeah, we're doing the Rick Moranis one. Yeah, fuck Beautiful. it. I'm, that's one I have not seen since I was a child, and I loved it when I was a kid, too. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And then, Kyle, would you like to announce yours right now? We'll be doing the Tim Burton-esque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim Burton adjacent. Have Tim I Bur- told you that story? Finish this, and I'll tell you. Oh, God. That's what she said. Okay. So... The movie we're going to do after Little Shop of Horrors the is, seminal piece. is not the one and only Coraline, the Leica yeah. debut film. Mm-hmm. Should we find Coraline? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. I love that movie. I'm looking but forward to rewatching it with you. Have I ever told you about the girl that I met who had a Tim Burton back piece? Oh, yeah. She had a Tim Burton back oh. piece. Her entire back is Tim Burton characters, and dead center is Coraline. And did you have to t- explain to I her? I was like, yo, that's not Coraline. That's not Tim Burton. No, it was our buddy, our friend Derek actually was like, yeah, that's cool, but that's not. Tim Burton. Right. Coraline Ooh. is not Tim Burton. Right. <laughs> I guess, like, at what point does it matter? Like, if she has a cool piece, it's, like, sick, but at the same but time... But the f- fucking middle is Coraline. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, but also she fought with him afterwards oh, about no. how he, okay. he is Tim... It is Tim so Burton. So it would kind of be the equivalent of, like, if someone had a big John Carpenter back piece and then, like, Jason was just right in the middle yes, and you're like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I mean, to be fair, Nightmare Before Christmas is also, like, a weird one. It he, is. He yeah. didn't direct it. No, he didn't. But he had a... But he had a way huge, bigger hand huge part one, of yeah. Yeah, yeah. either way this we got some great episodes ahead of us boys so absolutely this is gonna be fun yeah we will see you all next week on uh, the flip side of the terror table oh god the cold side of the, the terror dome <laughs>